What is up, Sheepdog Nation? Welcome to another podcast episode of the Sheepdog Nation podcast with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. I'm really excited to be here with you as always. Today's topic is what a cop thinks about. The reason I want to kind of talk about this is like a lot of you are cops, so you're probably like, Autumn, really? (laughs) But but here's the deal is, um, you know, I'm in this really unique opportunity where I get to chat with um, thousands of cops all over the world and, um, you know, from my social media and and the fact that I've been doing it for a little while and and this podcast. And one of the biggest things that, um, you know, cops come to me and they want to know is like, am I different? I'm so fucked up, aren't I? I'm so fucked up. Like I have these thoughts and like, I'm so fucked up, aren't I, Autumn? And, And the truth is, is absolutely not you're not fucked up. Actually, the truth is, is all of us, we all think exactly alike. Um, Some of us are obviously a little bit more elaborate than others. And some of us, um, you know, we, we aren't as connected to um, our true selves anymore, because we've, you know, gone and became a police officer, and we've completely taken on that identity. And so essentially, you know, you've kind of lost yourself. And then so you come around and like you see that you're having some problems that are different than like some other cops. And then it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so fucked up. And it's like, no, you're not. You're missing one key element. I'm going to help you with that today. And but the truth is, is that we're all so much alike. It's ridiculous. And and so I want to kind of go here for a second while I'm on this rant. Um so this is what I can't understand. We are we are a lot alike. We're also very, very different because we're all humans. I mean, yes, we do the job. We're police officers. We serve and protect, right? So there's a lot of us. There's a lot of things about us that are all the same, right? Um, but there's a lot of things about all of us that make us so different. And for some reason, it is still okay for all of us to jump down each other's throat and humiliate one another when one of us has a different opinion than somebody else, you know, um, or somebody is actually a little bit different than the rest of like us sheepdogs and stuff. And 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 I can't understand that, you know, I'm a I'm very blessed to be a part of some really cool um Facebook groups online and um you know there is um a sheepdog nation app it is not my app while I'm on that yeah it's not mine um it's not affiliated with this podcast however I ha- I do have a login on it um and so I I get to be around like a lot of different you know situations of police officers as well as like you know I live with one I work <laughs> you know um and around cops and shit like that at the PD. So, I mean, I obviously just like you get to be around a lot of different cops and, um, you know, we, we do kind of act a lot alike in the same ways, but you know, I just, I don't know. It's, it's just this crazy thing that I, I I literally can't figure out. And, um, and it becomes frustrating for me and I'm sure, you know, maybe for you, maybe you just see it as ball, ball busting. Um, I can tell you that, ball busting's cool, like only in small doses. And that was one thing. That's one thing like a lot of people, they didn't, they don't know how to connect with certain types of people. For an example, a strong willed squared away female. A lot of people don't know how to connect with that because, you know, I'm a female 
but I'm I can do the job just as well as you, if not better. Don't take it the wrong way. And like a lot of people don't know what to do without, especially when you become well educated like myself and somebody who's not afraid to voice their opinion. And you know, people don't know how to handle that. And so how do they relate to you? Well, they they don't know how to relate to you. And so they just start busting your balls. And I can tell you that that is that becomes really old and it actually becomes extremely demoralizing. And like a lot of people think, oh, no, she, you know, like for me, they oh, no, Clifford, you know, she can take it or whatever. It's my maiden name. A lot of people still call me that. My husband still calls me that because <laughs> um, we met in the police academy. Side note. So, um, you know, oh, yeah, she can take it. You know, she could take a joke, blah, blah. But, you know, after a while, it becomes really just demoralizing and and, um, annoying and you don't want to deal with it anymore and it becomes frustrating and then you find yourself getting angry and resenting these people and the people are just trying to relate to you, right? And, And I think that's the pattern that's a pattern in law enforcement is because we completely lose our self-identities. We completely lose any attribute that makes us humans, right? And we just, and so therefore we're just acting, you know, kind of like a robot. We're just playing the role. We're just doing what we need to do to fit in. I mean, like when you first start at a police department, I'm going to take you back to that. What do you do? You're constantly watching everything your FTO does, everything, all the officers that you're looking up to you're you're seeing how they dress you're watching their movements you're seeing like what they say and then you're mimicking it because you want to fit in and that's the truth that i mean that's society that's and that's fine i'm not making you wrong what i want to make you aware of is that you do not lose yourself in the process you know when you lose yourself in the process it's when like a lot of bad things happen this is when your thoughts creep up on you look cops think this is what we think about constantly right what is wrong What's wrong? What is wrong? That's not right. That's not right. That's not right. Mm, Not wrong. You know, not wrong, but not right. Mm, I don't feel good about that. Is somebody coming at me and my behind me? Are they lying? I know they're lying. I don't like their body language. Why are their hands there? What's on their hip? What's down here? Why they got a bulge on their ankle? You know, like that's constantly like what we are thinking about all the time. What is not right? What's not right about the story? You come home, your husband or wife is telling you a story and you're like, yep, that's not right. What are you going to do? Solve that problem. Somebody's freaking out. Your child, your spouse, a family member, a good friend, they're having an issue. What do you do? You come right in, you direct line, avoid the bullshit, right? Solve the fucking problem, be done with it. Well, yes, that's we get paid to do that. That's what we do as law enforcement especially when you're in a busy fucking town, busy city, and you don't have time for the bullshit, right? You don't have the time to rock a bye baby, <laughs> essentially. And and you've got to do what you need to do to, um, you know, to streamline the process. And so, but what happens is you, you're completely taking out that piece, that empathy, the compassion, the humanity piece. You're, you're, you're taking that out. You're taking your emotions out. And so then what happens is you end up becoming this robot, okay? And you don't even realize it. And it can it can happen to anybody as little as the first year on or some some of you, a couple of months out of the academy. Some of you, it might take a little while. It, it really kind of depends. You know, mostly we got a lot of type A's in law enforcement, but I'm going to tell you, I've definitely met some type B personalities or very, very laid back type A's. And, you know, honestly, they seem to fucking do all, they seem to do all right. I, I'm not saying they, they end up being, you know, America's top cop, but they do all right because they survived the job. 
they know they keep the job in its place and it's just a job. And when they're off, they're off. And, you know, they, they seem to do all right. So, you know, us type Ayers, we should take a lesson from that. But anyways, and so what I'm trying to say here is that, you know, you, when we're, you know, we're trained to streamline, to cut through the bullshit and we're trained to not be humans. You know this. You know this. And everybody talks about it. I mean, there's been articles written. I'm pretty sure I've even written shit about it, you know, um, on law enforcement today. And so, but here's the problem. The problem with that is that nobody's teaching us and telling us like, hey, hello, come back, you know, bring your, bring who you are back. Because at the end of the day, family, here's the deal. The agency hired you because of who you were, right? Like underneath the badge, underneath the Kevlar. And we can't forget about that. You can't forget who helped you get to where you you are. And for some of you, you're like, fucking nobody helped me. I did it. You're right. You did it. So who inside of you are you? Like, who is that person? Hang on to that. Because when you lose that, you know, those thoughts that I was just talking to you about and our thoughts and and. What, how we're always looking, you know, for the for the wrong and for the problem and how we're always trying to solve the problems. And, you know, we're very action oriented people. What happens is that takes us over. It takes out over our whole lives before we know it. We are extremely cynical. We're very negative. All of our hobbies are nothing other than, you know, jujitsu because you want to learn self-defense, which I train jujitsu and I love. Um, for me, I can separate it because I'm also a defensive tactics instructor. And so like defensive tactics to me, I don't, to me, I can separate it. I'm doing jujitsu because I love it. But some of you aren't, some of you are doing it straight up for the job. I don't know. Get your mind right about that. Some of you are shooting and that is a hobby of yours. You're doing it just for the job. And like, that's all you do. Some of you, you know, um, training you're just going to so much training and for the job like that's it and you're working a ton of overtime and you're pressing your uniforms and you're shining your boots and then you're and then when all that shit's done you're just talking about the job and then you're watching the cop shows and then you're you know you're calling and you're talking to the people that you work with and like you'd rather talk with them versus like civilians and your family and your friends and the people who got you through and, th- and this is this is the problem right here okay sheepdog is is you you forget who you are, you completely lose it. And then you you do you have head up ass syndrome because you think that and you don't realize you're doing this and this is why I'm calling you out right now is cuz you're not going to realize that you're doing all of this and that you're you know you're all about the job and you're all about work and nothing else is cool enough and you you're working a ton of overtime and you're you know you're doing everything you can you're shooting you're you're doing all of these things that pertain to the job but what are you doing to balance it out? and be a human? What are you doing to really show appreciation and gratitude for the people that hold you down at home, who have helped you, who continuously help you? Like, what are you doing? And that that is the question. What are you doing to continue to be you? And and so you're probably like, Autumn, like, okay, you've said that five times. I don't understand. What I mean by that, I'm going to break that down for you. It's who were you before you became a cop? Like, what hobbies do you love? I've got a client right now. She's a police officer. She's amazing. She's far more badass than she could ever even realize. And I can say that because looking from the outside, it's always so much easier for somebody else to see. And she just, she she hasn't owned her shit yet. Once 
once this woman owns her shit, she's fucking on fire and she's going to run a police department one day. And um, not even a small town one. Like she's she's very capable. The thing is, is that she would tell, you know, she lost who she was because she was so busy trying to be this person, trying to impress her agency, try to do all these things. Right. She lost herself. She tells me she tells me one day, you know, we'd been working together and stuff and she started going out and putting her hands in the dirt and like just planting flowers and doing her gardening. And she's like, Autumn, I haven't done this in years. And holy fuck. And she's like, I feel so good. And I'm like, right, exactly. Like she just kind of lost who she was for a while. And and that's what you're doing, too. You know, and, and because the things that make you you that have nothing to do with police work, that that shit keeps you grounded. That shit's going to keep you married. That shit's going to keep you a good, you know, dad, a a good mom. That's what's going to keep your family loving you. That's what's going to keep you loving you. But when you lose all of that, then you start walking these trenches of you start hating and resenting yourself. Trust me, if you're three years in and you you don't believe me or a year to zero to three years in and you're like, yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. I love the job. Come talk to me in another fucking, I don't know, three, four years. Come talk to me and tell me how much bullshit I'm spewing because I'm not. This is this is reality. This is facts. When we first start out in the job, we're completely addicted to the job. But then, oh, excuse me, I have a hiccup. But then what happens is we lose ourselves. And then when we start to lose ourselves, we start to hate who we've become because we completely lost ourselves and we're not human anymore. Remember, we're all here to be humans. We're all here to have this experience of what it's like to be a human being. And then when we lose that, we really aren't happy anymore. And that's the truth. So you walking around and being like having all these thoughts about like, you know, what's wrong, what's wrong, being judgmental and stuff. You're not wrong. I'm going to tell you that you're not wrong. You're not different. You're exactly alike with every other fucking cop out there. The difference between the cops that survive and the cops that don't listen to this. The difference between the cops that survive the job mentally and emotionally versus the cops that don't are the ones who never lost who they are or when they if they have lost who they are then they always come back to that. They always come back to who they really are. Okay? So that means they continue they go back and they pick up those hobbies. They go plant in their fucking gardens. They go boating. They go full wheeling. They I don't know, sing in their band. They play their instrument. They go to yoga. They do the things that made them them prior to becoming a cop. Because you got to put that shit in a box, right? Like you're doing a ton of things to make your yourself the best cop there is, which is great. But what about being the best fucking version of you you can be? Because if you can be the best version of you, then you're going to be the best cop you're going to be the best cop version of you. You're going to be the best version of you. You're going to be happy. Like, I can't say that enough. Like, stop trying to be the best cops. Try to be the best absolute version of you and and what that means in a whole, like a whole package. It's a whole well-rounded package. Use that. Take that with you. Be You know, you want to become that. Don't be so focused on, you know, just being a, the best cop. And here's why, okay? The reason why I'm having this conversation with you is because, you know, I I see so many cops and I've been there, okay, myself. We lose who we are and then we start like losing our lives. And when we start losing the good things in our lives, 
that's when a fucking cop goes downhill. Okay. So what does that mean? Well, we start, you know, we, we, we completely lose who we are. So we become this like robot, right? And the people we work with don't even want to fucking be around us because like we're not even enjoyable. And so then we become like resent, resentful and assholes and, you know, the job just, you go and, and, and you're, you love the job, but you hate the people you work with, right? And we can all say like, we don't like some of the people we work with for one reason or another. A lot of the times it's because they're fucking gone. Like I'm describing to you and you can't stand it. So don't become them. Stay grounded in who you are. How, and let me just, I'm going to put this to you in a different perspective. How cool is it when you meet a cop who's so fucking cool, they're grounded, right? Like they're, they're just grounded. They're not like, they're not up in their heads. They're grounded. They, they've they been around, but they have hobbies and, they, and they'll talk to you about the hobbies and they'll tell you, but then they'll teach you about the job. And, 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 and you guys have like this connection in the, these conversations because you're like, damn, you're a really cool cop, but you're also a really cool human being. Like you're human. Like I can relate to that because we're all human and I can really relate to that. Don't you like that conversation and that relationship a little bit more than you do when you just had the cops that just talk cop all the fucking time. They can't talk about anything else. Like they can't talk about anything, nothing, nothing. You cannot relate with them, relate to them in any other capacity um, outside of work other than the job itself. That's annoying. And I'm going to tell you, that's going to follow a new cop. That's going to follow a cop. And so then what happens? Well, work isn't that great. You might get pecked over for promotions because who the fuck wants to work for somebody like that? We all know those kinds of supervisors, fucking drill sergeants in the in the worst way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, and, and then what happens? You know, nobody wants to hang out with them. So then their personal life sucks. Maybe they get divorced. Maybe they split up. Maybe they stay married, but their marriage sucks and they know their spouse is cheating on them or they're cheating on their spouse and blah, blah. And it's just, it gets awful. And then, you know, maybe, you know, they're, they get addicted to spending money or sex or, you know, fucking alcohol or uh, unfortunately pills or something, right? Like things just start going downhill and I'm like definitely going to an extreme, but it, it can definitely be really shitty prior to getting to like an extreme. And that's when cops really struggle. And then all of a sudden cops want to get out of the career, right? Because they're like, this fucking sucks. But it's like, well, it only sucks because you completely lost yourself. It doesn't matter what you do. But if you if you do not stay who, true to who you are, then you're going to be absolutely miserable. So my advice to you on this big, long rant today about getting in, you know, getting into a police officer's head and 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 what's in a cop's mind is what I want you to do is I want you to stay grounded, stay connected to who you are. So when, when you're done listening to this, I want you to be thinking about, okay, what are the things that make me me? Like, I need to go back and I need to think. And I don't know what those are. I know what makes me me. And it's been extremely hard for me to rip those out. Um, because, you know, being a cop, it's not accepted easily. But I'm going to tell you right now, Sheepdog Nation, you're with me. I accept you. I accept you if you play the fucking clarinet and you just love it. I accept you if you sing in a band and you go and that's what you do if that's your hobby. I accept you if you, you know, make soap, plant gardens, fly an airplane. I, I don't care what you do as long as you do you. 
And you know what I'm saying? Do you and you're going to be happy. And I want to be around happy, squared away cops. I do not want to be around miserable fucks. You don't either. So if you have any questions or anything you want to say at all, as always, hit me up on Instagram at the Lady Sheepdog. Come let me know what you thought of this episode. If you would be so kind as to rate us on iTunes, that would be fucking phenomenal. Um, and as always, keep your ear out for the Sheepdog family. That uh, that program is going to be opening up here in the 1st of July. We're going to be running a six-month program. It's going to be all about getting to know who you are, staying grounded. It's going to be, we're going to be opening up your mind, connecting you back to your sixth sense to make you, you know, the best cop, the best person you can possibly be. Um, so keep your um, eyes and ears open for that. We'll be opening the doors in July. All right, Sheepdog Nation, I'll see you next time. And that was another episode of Sheepdog Nation. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes and let us know by giving us a rating. If you have questions that you want answered by Autumn in the podcast, submit it by going to the link in the show notes. As always, stay safe and watch your six.